We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. What's up, y'all? Emergency episode of One Royal Way. This is being recorded just after 2.30 on Wednesday, so you're listening to this pretty soon after Dayton Moore has been fired or dismissed as the general manager of the Kansas City Royals. It was announced by John Sherman at the press conference, announced at 2 o'clock today. Josh Kaiser joining me uh, to talk about this. Holy shit, I did not expect this at all. This was not where I thought this press conference was going to go. I had a feeling it would be something like this, but I didn't think there would be an announcement today. It was a uh, very interesting timing for it all, but just kind of leading up to it, we saw Sarin Petro conjectured and theorized that it was a Bobby Witt Jr. extension because he was, quote, in the building. Um, but it just seemed like that's a that's kind of a below John Sherman thing. So it kind of stunk of something that was like a big change or a huge letdown, like a Jason Vargas signing type of thing. Uh, and then right before I was listening to 610, they said that they were told that it was some kind of personnel decision. At that point, it was at least Dayton Moore getting fired, at least, if not just like tearing it down to the studs. But yeah, very interesting, huge announcement. Who the hell knows what hat, where this team goes, his organization goes, what direction it goes now. But it sounds like it's JJ's ship for at least the end of the season, and we'll go from there. Yeah, uh, effective immediately, Dayton is out as president of baseball baseball operations. And also effective immediately, J.J. Piccolo, current general manager, is elevated to president of baseball operations. So he gets a promotion, and he is also the general manager as of right now. We don't know if those, like he's going to be like a Jerry DePoto type that's GM and baseball ops, something, you know, just a combined role, or if they're going to bring somebody in. That remains to be seen. Ultimately, this was the right decision by the Royals. You can't stare down the barrel of a 100-loss season in year five of a rebuild and expect there not to be changes at this point. We've conjectured and talked about maybe this needing to happen sooner rather than later, and they're doing it now seemingly to give J.J. a runway to make other changes down the line that need to happen below him. We can You can theorize what those might be. Um, I don't need to, to be too blatant about that, but... I'm glad that this happened. 
Dayton Moore gave us one of the best runs in Kansas City baseball over the last 30 years, so he deserves credit for that. But other than that, it's been 13 losing seasons, multiple hundred loss seasons since then, since the World Series run in 2015. So seems like things were not going to get better as much as maybe he wanted to believe. Personnel decisions, free agent moves uh, clearly have not worked. Some of the stuff on the minor league side, the development side that he has overseen clearly has not worked. Dayton Moore, the person, awesome. And great for a great ambassador for the game of baseball, what he's done with the Urban Youth Academy and to build a culture in Kansas City, certainly commendable. But from a baseball perspective and from a business perspective, this was the right decision for the Royals to move on. Yep. He's the man that got us to the got us to the mountaintop. And whether you want to call it uh, lucky or lightning in a bottle or whatever you want to say about it, it happened. Flags fly forever. Uh, this fan pace, I never, ever uh, thought I was ever going to see a Royals World Series or postseason runs in my lifetime just because it seemed like that's where this organization was back in like the 2000s and the 2010s. And then all of a sudden, 2014, something clicked. It might be late. Uh, for what a lot of people kind of thought would happen, but it happened. And uh, no one can take him, take that away from anybody at this point. But at the end of the day, the proof is in the pudding and it's all about data-driven results. Uh, you don't make, you don't produce, you don't get to work here anymore. And I, I just, it's, it's nice to see that that's the case. I will also say on Dayton Moore's credit that he stood up there behind Sherman while they announced his firing. And then he came on and he had a statement and he basically thanked it was a class act type of move. It was very awesome to see like that as Dayton Moore as a person. Um, but it was kind of awkward to see because <laughs> most of these decisions, yes. like they're out of the building so fast and I can't blame them. I don't want to, I don't want to face anybody at that point either, but Dayton all class as always um, very, uh, very, very good to see that for sure. Yeah, definitely. And the, the ton of credit goes to John Sherman for this. Yeah. I mentioned on the last couple of podcasts how critical this offseason particularly is for Kansas City in the window that they have, that mm -hmm. we need to see the window start to open. And it may have been a little aggressive. It may have been a little, you know, on my part, it's something I maybe shouldn't have said, but <laughs> but it is. I mean, we see it throughout sports. Like there are people that own teams just to own teams. They don't care about the wins and losses. They just care about the profit margin. They don't give a damn about anything else. They care about it to brag to their buddies at whatever country club they're a part of. This offseason was going to tell us, does John Sherman really care about winning in Kansas City and want to build a winning organization again, or does he just want to own a team to own a team? Very clear that he cares and wants to win now and not a few years down the road, like now things need to change. So he got out in front of the offseason and just said, you know what, three weeks left, let's make this move right now. This needs mm -hmm. to happen. And a ton of credit to him for that. He knows what it takes to win in a small market. He was part of that ownership group in Cleveland. He's seen the blueprint of how you can do it. Now you have to sustain it. Like the Royals won in a small market, won a World Series, one of the only small market teams to win a World Series in God knows how long. But they didn't sustain that success. Cleveland has at least sustained it to where they made it to a World Series and been a winning organization for the better part of a decade now. So we know that that's the direction that the Royals want to head. And I'm excited for what's next. A new era in Kansas City is really going to be in 2023. And with some of the pieces that are in place, if they make the right moves, we can have a really exciting next few years of this Royals team, like an actual, like actual excitement and not artificial excitement that we have tried to drum up over the last couple of years. <laughs> artificial? You're telling me Nate Eaton's not going to be an all-star? What are we talking about, Joel? 
We're Nate Eaton's a good. Hey, I, I don't, I don't want any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't need any Nate Eaton sarcasm. I love it. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. It, it there is, is uh, actually potentially the most uh, optimistic that I've been about the Royals since May or June. Um, and and it's, that's just about the hope that I always get in the preseason is probably cropping up a little bit to think that things are different. But like you said, he's been part of this stuff in the past. He's been part of that Cleveland organization that has been a pitching factory, has always been in the mix despite their market size. And he has made the comments in the past saying, you know, we know how to do this. It can be done the right way. We need to make sure we're doing it that way. And in the press conference, he was asked about, you know, his ties back in Cleveland and what that looks like. And he, he made the statement again. We know what it looks like. We can do this the right way. I'm going to do everything I can. Sounds like a lot of analytics are on the on the horizon for this organization. So uh, all the nerds with their spreadsheets start getting real hype and get real happy about that. But um, that was a, was a big thing. And the fact that in that same answer, talking about Cleveland, he also brought up Tampa Bay. He also brought up Oakland as examples that he wants to follow, which I do remember a certain retired reporters talking about they don't want to do the same model that Tampa Bay did because they didn't win it. And it also made, I mean, that is also telling to me that John Sherman is aware of all these examples around him. He does want to emulate them and then also apply his own, his own spark to it with Piccolo's or whoever's uh, influence on it too. So it is good to see that John Sherman is paying attention like you're talking about, it's not just a you know a hobby to him. He wants this this organization to succeed. I mean, he's his financials are all the better for it if he does. But uh, it does seem like he is actually active in this, paying attention and plugged in. It's good to see. Absolutely, and there there are some great quotes from John Sherman in this, um, and there are more coming out. But they, he was asked, "Will there be other changes?" I think there will be. You can do with that information what you will. But ultimately, I think we know where that heads. John Sherman, again, and thanks to Craig Brown from Into the Fountains for, for sending, this is what I'm, I'm reading these off of. I think sometimes the data isn't as prominent in this organization as it should be. We need to make more data-driven decisions. Thank God, because this <laughs> is right in line with what the athletic article that Dayton pushed back on last week about how the Royals lack a ton of that at the major mm. league level and at the minor league level, especially on the pitching side. So that tells me, again, when John Sherman sees what happened in Cleveland, that's exactly what they do. Like they are a very analytically data-driven organization that gets the most out of what they have in their organization by who they draft and who they sign. So there we go. Hopefully that heads things in the right direction, not just for the Royals, but for the guys in Columbia and Quad Cities, Northwest Arkansas, Omaha, that they can get better and can help the big league clubs sooner rather than later. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but the NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And that's right, we're talking touchdowns, we're talking big plays, and even bigger payout wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Listen, if that's not enough, DraftKings got you covered. Everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg that you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. That's right. I paused a little bit because I had to make sure that was true. Right now, for every leg that you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With bigger payouts than ever, why would you bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day, 
all season long. That's right, all season long. Here's what you got to do. You got to go to DraftKings Sportsbook and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now, use promo code KCSN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code KCSN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. You can see the show notes for more details. Now, let's get back to the show. And then we also have um, responding to a question about the Royals organizational culture. And again, this is a great thing, and I appreciate uh, John Sherman for saying this. We care about people, but we want to win baseball games. Felt like too much of, and this is kind of the loyalty to a fault, I think, with Dayton too much, was that he cared too much about the people and wanting to get the right people in, and that's great. But you need people in your organization to help you win ball games too. You can do both. Those that is not a mutually exclusive thing, and it feels like that's the kind of the line of thinking that John Sherman has here. Like you can have good people in your organization, you can build a good culture, and but building a goal, good culture with a hundred loss team gets you nowhere. Building a good culture with a team that gets the playoffs is really good for you. So I cannot wait to see what happens next. I am jazzed up. I am excited for for what's next in Kansas City. This really feels like a nice jumping off point for the next chapter of the Kansas City Royals. Yep, and uh, they did see the official title for J.J. Piccolo is the Executive Vice President of Baseball Operations. So that kind of tells me that either John Sherman is the, still the President of Baseball Operations or that spot will still be filled. I, it did, didn't seem like J.J. Piccolo was going to be the type to be able to be named GM and just outside of a calendar year also take over baseball operations as well especially his year was not a great year so it does seem like my thought is initially that John Sherman will be looking for a new president of baseball operations and that is you know hopeful like you like we were talking about it it is absolutely hopeful I, I do want to go back to Alex and I were talking on the Royal Foreign Report podcast last night actually about uh, talking about J.J. Piccolo's interview yesterday, um, where he sounded very much to me like a guy that was moving forward with the team. He had job security. He was going to be here next year. And we go back to Dayton Moore's comments from last, was it the over the weekend, uh, mm-hmm. talking about the athletic article. That was a guy fighting for a job or at least bombing things on the way out. So this, I mean, the timing was very interesting and the tones of those interviews being so close together certainly screamed a little bit about what was going to foreshadow what was going to happen uh, today. So um, it it is very interesting that, uh, that this is how it kind of all went down, but again, uh, nothing but hope at this point, JJ Piccolo, who knows what's going to happen to this entire organization where he, where he's already assessed things, what he's going to continue to assess. And then the change is coming. Um, It's at least something. Uh, who knows if it's better or worse, but uh, it is something. Do you think we're going to see legit wholesale changes at the on the coaching staff? I would predict that Cal Eldred goes. I would predict that Matheny stays. I think Paul Gibson stays. And then, yeah, I think all the hitting side kind of remains the same. So they just need to find that pitching coach and uh, and go from there. So my prediction is Matheny does get another shot. Um, but again, it wouldn't surprise me one bit if he goes. What do you? Where are you at? I think we're going to see legitimate changes. Just uh, overall. 
Mm-hmm. Now, I think the hitting side, I think you have to keep around. That's been the hallmark of this organization for the last two years is they've been able to develop hitters. So you keep Alex Zumbald around, you keep Drew Saylor around. Obviously, you don't let those guys out the door with what they've been able to do on the minor league side and the and the MLB side for the most part this season. Mm. But Cal Aldred, yeah, that, that, needs, that experiment needs to end. It needed to end a while <laughs> ago, but I don't see how you can bring him back. And really, I, I don't know if Mike Matheny comes back. I understand if you want to give him another chance with a, you know, a new regime and maybe you can see where it goes. But at the same time, Mike Matheny was really like Dayton's guy. That's not JJ's yeah. guy as the GM. Yeah. I know they were in the same front office, but this is JJ's team now. And JJ's well, isn't front JJ office. the protege of DM as well? So, I mean, it does seem like there's some common, I would think there could there's be. some overlap. There could be, but it also, like... it also seems like JJ is willing to run things a little differently than Dayton. Yeah. And is more Absolutely. about like wins and the business side and like that aspect of it more than the people. So, yeah. and that, that's not to say that JJ is not a people person and a cultural guy, but that was really Dayton's hallmark and not necessarily the baseball side of things. And yeah. it's very clear that whatever Mike Matheny is saying most of the time, it kind of rings hollow and it doesn't work. Like he has not done well as the manager of the Kansas City Royals. So yeah. the proof is in the pudding with that. So I don't know if you can bring him back for another year and a year where you have to win. That you have to win in 2023. So yeah. I would I would try and bring in a new voice and see what happens there, um, and and go from there. I don't I don't yeah. know if that's maybe an internal hire like a Pedro Grafal or Alex Zumwalt something like that. And you want to keep that continuity and then bring in some new faces in the in the dugout, uh, you know, fresh fresh voices for the organization that way. On the pitching dev side, if you want to keep Paul Gibson around, that's fine. But you need to bring in a Drew Saylor type to help, like Drew Saylor helped Alex Zumwalt and Mike Tozon. Like you yep. have to do something like that to help kickstart that change happening because that is almost more critical than what happens at the big league level by for next year is to yeah, see the major development of the the big league or of the minor league pitchers. Minor league development, absolutely. The uh, David Lesky. Uh, at DB Lesky on Twitter has put out and wrote a lot of things in his, uh, in his blurb that he's got a list of candidates for president of GM, a lot of the guardians, a lot of Dodgers, a lot of rays in there. Um, and that makes sense. So if that's the, is, if that is the direction they go, that would be a great first step in a show on what this, you know, what this new, uh, what do we want to call it? New, uh, new regime. Is it even a regime at this point? <laughs> What it could yeah, look I, like. Whatever it looks like now, yeah. Yeah. The other thing about this press conference that I it seemed to be jumping out to me in like the last month to six weeks is the feeling of accountability. And John Sherman was then talking about how he himself is accountable to the fans, to this baseball club, to his you know board uh, members. He is showing that he has to be accountable for things too, which is huge because if you find a guy – like David Glass, who feels like he is bulletproof, then he doesn't give a give a damn what any of us think uh, about how the baseball team is running. So he's all humbling himself, showing that he has the humility to be a good owner, to know that his job is just because he owns the team and he's the chairman of the board, he still needs to put out a good product. So again, hopeful, hopefully that this is actually going in a good direction. Yeah, this is this is the first change, and I think of many. And as I mentioned earlier, is kind of heading into a new era and a new chapter of this organization. And I can't wait to see what's next. This mm-hmm. feels like the beginning of something that could be, I don't want to get to, I don't want to put the cart before the horse on it, but there are a lot of great players in this organization right now that mm-hmm. can be a part of the next winning team in Kansas city. 
And this feels like the first step in that. So yep. I, I can't wait to see what happens this offseason, what they decide to do in free agency and trades. It feels like John Sherman is willing to be a little more aggressive. JJ is willing to be a little more aggressive, seemingly from the way that he's talked about uh, his philosophy on being in the front office. So I, I'm excited, and we're going to be out at the K tonight. I wonder what the atmosphere is going to be like. like if, Me too. You know, yep. um, Kevin O'Brien, Royals reporter or from Royals Report, said last night it just felt kind of dull, even though they won. Like it was just kind of a dead atmosphere. You know, people around, like workers and stuff, were kind of grumbling about something going down. And but it said that it was off last night. I'm curious if it's a little different tonight now that we know they were kind of springboarding into the next chapter. So it'll be a lot of fun. I, either yep. way, get to watch our guys. Uh, last game of the year for me because it's the last homestand. Appreciate mm-hmm. everybody listening to this emergency podcast. Uh, the regular One Royal Way episode will be out on Friday. Talk to Peter Apple of Just Baseball Media. Fantastic interview talking about the Royals uh, from somebody that covers the sport nationally. Um, he has a lot of good things to say. And we talk a little bit about Dayton's article, you know, Dayton's comments in the article uh, regarding the pitching development. But it was good to hear him actually kind of, he has very similar thoughts that we do. Uh, and there's not a lot of bias there because he's not a Royals fan. He's a Yankees fan. Uh, but either way, thank you guys so much. Thank you to all of our amazing sponsors. Thank you to Kansas City Sports Network. We will talk to you all uh, soon. Thank you so much.